and welcome to the Intention Shofar channel. On this video, we'll be talking about Bill Gates, Thanos, and the elite depopulation and population control. Now, ironically, you're probably asking why we bring up um, Thanos, which is a fictional character in the Marvel movies, um, Marvel Endgame, also to Marvel Infinity Wars. Um, however, there's some very interesting comments that was made and especially in the Infinity Wars with uh, between Thanos and his evil sidekick, Ebony Maw, some very interesting esoteric um, comments that they made that reflects um, certain new age type teachings. Um, also too, we wanna focus on Bill Gates because Bill Gates has been on the news quite a bit during this pandemic with the coronavirus. Um, we know that Bill Gates' father was once upon a time over Planned Parenthood, which has its roots in eugenics going all the way back to Margaret Singer. Um, so we know about that. And also too, Bill Gates has donated millions and millions of dollars, which you can research um, on your own um, to Planned Parenthood. But also too, we'll look at what some of the rich elite have to say about population control. Um, some of the comments that we'll, we'll examine will actually shock you and what they really think about the overall humanity. One issue that really grabbed me as, as urgent uh, was were issues related to population, uh, reproductive health. But did you come to reproductive issues as an intellectual? When I was growing up, my parents were always involved in various uh, uh, volunteer things. My dad was uh, head of Planned Parenthood. And it was very controversial uh, to be involved with that. A thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is gonna have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Now, based on what we heard from that video clip from Bill Gates, he really stated the purpose of what he wanted to achieve. Now, let's get this right. He said the world has 6.8 billion people that's headed up to 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we can lower that by perhaps 10 to 15%. That's not talking about helping humanity is talking about reducing humanity by actually death. So let's read between the lines of what Mr. Gates is trying to state and his purpose of what he's trying to achieve. Hear me and rejoice. You have had the privilege of being saved by the great titan. You may think this is suffering. No. 
It is salvation. The universal scales tip toward balance because of your sacrifice. Smile. For even in death, you have become children of Thanos. Scrounging for scraps, your planet was on the brink of collapse. I'm the one who stopped that. Do you know what's happened since then? The children born have known nothing but full bellies and clear skies. It's a paradise. Because you murdered half the planet. A small price to pay for salvation. You're insane. Little one, it's a simple calculus. This universe is finite, its resource is finite. If life is left unchecked, life will cease to exist. It needs correction. You don't know that! I'm the only one who knows that. At least I'm the only one with the will to act on it. Now we look at Thanos and the Marvel Infinity Wars and Endgame. He's actually the god of death. In the Greek, the name Thanos is a short form of the personal name of Anthonisos, which means immortal. The name, however, is also derived from the name Thanatos in the Greek with mythological figure who carries humans off to the underworld when their lives are done. For Thanos, therefore, his name literally means death. And when we go over and we look at the scripture and John chapter 10, verse 9, 3, 11, he says, I am the door, which Jesus is referring to himself. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill, to destroy. I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. That's found in John 10, verse 9 and 11. So we see that Thanos is the personification of the god of death and also the personification of Satan. Now I want to go ahead and connect um, Neil Donald Welsh's book, Conversations with God, on the quotes that we just listened to um, in reference to Ebony Maul talking about salvation through death comes salvation and ending suffering. Also, too, what Thanos had to say. Um, it's pretty sick and twisted what Neil Donald Walsh had wrote. Um, his conversations with God is very warped. Uh, and let's listen to some of the comments because he celebrates Hitler as a hero versus being a very evil, vile man. But Here's quotes from his book, and he states the following. Now your thought that Hitler was a monster is based on the fact that he ordered the killing of millions of people, correct? Yet, what if I told you that what you call death is the greatest thing that can happen to anyone, what then? So the first thing you have to understand, as I've already explained to you, is that Hitler didn't hurt anyone. In a sense, he didn't inflict suffering, he ended it. So it connects what we looked at in Marvel Endgame and also to Marvel's Infinity Wars, the 
quotes and comments that Thanos and Ebony Maw made. It's very new age, very esoteric. Also, too, one thing about Neil Donald Welsh has been promoted by Oprah Winfrey. It's been on her show. She's promoted his books on her website. And also it, it intermingles what is actually going on in the mindset that there's some demonic spirituality behind depopulation and population control. Now we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna take a look at some of the statements um, that was made by Barbara Marks Hubbard. Um, Hubbard, she was once nominated as a Democratic um, vice president and candidate for the 1984 election. She also served as the World Future Society with Maurice Strong and formal U.S. Defense Secretary and World Bank President Robert McNamara. She was also known as a very prolific New Age author who claims to have heard from a spirit guide that the coming one intends to destroy vast swaths of humanity and half the world population for the sake of the planet, which we can find in Mark Hubbard's book, The Book of Co-Creation, page 59. This almost lines up to what we've seen in the character Thanos in the Marvel Infinity Wars and Marvel Endgame, where he makes the statement of destroying half of the universe population um, to preserve it and um, to save it in a sick, twisted way. Also, too, we can see some other comments made by Mark Hubbard, which she states, one-fourth of humanity must be eliminated from the social body. We are in charge of God's selection process for planet Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse. Now, here's another quote we want to examine from Barbara Marks Hubbard. She states, we will use whatever means we must to make this act of destruction as quick and painless as possible to one half of the world who are incapable of involving the selection process will be quick. Now, here's a quote from Aldous Huxley in regards to population control. He states the following. Consider the problem of overpopulation. Rapidly mounting human numbers are pressing ever more heavily on natural resources. What is to be done? The annual increase of numbers should be reduced, but how? We are given two choices, famine, pestilence, war, one hand, birth control on the other. Most of us choose birth control. Now here we have a quote from Ted Turner, which is a multi-billionaire. He's the founder of CNN and TBS, um, both the news and the TV network. Also too, he was once upon a time, the owner of the Major League Baseball team, the Atlanta Braves. But this quote comes all the way back in 1999 in the magazine interview that he did with Atabon Magazine. And he's quoted as follows. A total world population of 250 to 300 million, a 95% decline from the present levels would be ideal. Now, here's a quote that we have from former Soviet Union President Mikhail Gorbachev in regards to population control. We must speak more clearly about sexuality, contraceptions, about abortion, about values that control population because the ecological crisis in short is the population crisis 
cut the population by 90%, and there aren't enough people left to do a great deal of ecological damage. Now, here we have Henry Kissinger, formal U.S. Secretary of State and National Security Advisory under President Richard Nixon and President Gerald Ford. Now, Kissinger had this to say about population control. He says, depopulization should be the highest priority of foreign policy towards the third world. Now, here we have Jacques Cousteau, which he was a French naval officer, author, explorer, scientist, researcher who studied sea and all forms of life in the water. Now, this is what he had stated about overpopulation and population control. Since in order to stabilize world population, we must eliminate 350,000 per day. Now, from Bertrand Russell's The Impact of Science on Society, 1953, he states, I do not pretend that birth control is the only way in which population can be kept from increasing. War has hitherto been disappointing in this respect, but perhaps in a bacteriological war, may prove more effective if a black death could be spread throughout the world once in every generation survivors could procreate freely without making the world too full the state of affairs might be somewhat unpleasant but what of that really high-minded people are indifferent to happiness especially other people there are three ways of securing society that shall be stable as regards population the first that is uh, birth control, the second of uh, emphasize or really destructive wars, and the third of the general misery, except for the powerful minority. Now, here's a quote from the late Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. He had just passed away just recently, about a month or two ago. But here's what he had to state about population control, and it just kind of tells you the frame of mind that the elite have in regards to the normal average person. He says, in the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus in order to contribute something to solve overpopulation. Now we know this is a lie from Satan that you believe in reincarnation. Um, you were duped into believing that Prince Philip and you will have to stand before God um, Almighty when he judges you. The Georgia GUI Estens. The Georgia GUI Estens, also known as the American Stonehenge, is a granite monument erected in Elbert County, Georgia, USA in 1979. Engraved in eight different languages on the four giant stones that support the common capstone are ten guides, or commandments. The origin of that strange monument is shrouded in mystery because no one knows the true identity of the man, or men, who commissioned its construction. But in June 1979, a well-dressed, articulate stranger visited the office of the Elberton Granite Finishing Company and announced that he wanted to build an edifice to transmit a message to mankind. He identified himself as R.C. Christian, but it soon became apparent that was not his real name. No one knows who R.C. Christian really was, or the names of those he represented. Several things are apparent. The messages engraved on the Georgia GUID Estens deal with four major fields, 1. Governance and the establishment of a world government, 2. 
Population and Reproduction Control, 3, The Environment and Man's Relationship to Nature, and, 4, Spirituality. 19 feet 3 inches tall, made from 6 granite slabs weighing 107,840 kilograms in all. One slab stands in the center, with four arranged around it. A capstone lies on top of the five slabs, with a set of ten guidelines is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages that is English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian, a shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts, Babylonian, Classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphs. An additional granite ledger has been set level with the ground. The Message of the Georgia Guide Stones 1. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. 2. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. 3. Unite humanity with a living new language. 4. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. 5. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. 6. Let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court. 7. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. 8. Balance personal rights with social duties. 9. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. 10. Be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature. So, is Bill Gates the real-life Thanos? And also to another question we have to ask, um, do these elite really have the well-being of overall mankind, what they're talking about, depopulating the Earth? Only time would tell, but we must be able to vigilantly pray and kind of discern the times and the spiritual atmosphere and climate that we live in. God bless the entire show for our channel.